you're tuning in to the Chief Hustler Podcast, where we will shatter the status quo and propel change-making women to redefine their career on their own terms. I'm your host, Amber, and we will focus on empowering women to not only be heard, but valued. The show will surface and resurface the topics that often go unaddressed in today's male-dominated industries and corporate cultures. We're here to reframe what it means to be a successful woman at work and relentlessly strive for excellence in everything we do. Let's get started. What's going on, hustlers? How are you doing? Happy Wednesday. It's another episode of the Chief Hustler Podcast. My name is Amber, and if it's been a while since you tuned in, welcome back. If this is your first time, hello, how are you doing? And if you've been rocking with me from the beginning, thank you so much. I sincerely appreciate you. I'm here to talk to you about something that I mentioned last week, which is what do you do when your leadership, and that could be defined by your immediate boss, that could be people in your leadership chain, that could just be people in leadership that you have visibility to, but maybe don't necessarily report into, don't believe in you. And what I mean by that is, they don't maybe necessarily believe in your skills. They may, maybe necessarily don't think that you're that you're good shit. Like whatever it is, they're just they're just not your people. They are just not your people. And I'm coming to you with a quick episode because here's the thing: difficult situations never go away in life. Period. New levels, new devils. Right? Like when we aspire to reach new heights in our lives in any point in our lives in any element of our lives it requires work right so I'm gonna hit you with a couple of truth bombs because the reality is that you will face situations like this if you've never before or if you have experienced things like this in the past you will only be able to recognize this and then be smarter about how you deal with it So first thing I'm going to tell you is if there are people who don't necessarily believe in you at work, they just may not be your people. However, that doesn't change the fact that you have to work with them, that you have to interact with them. And so I want to give you some tangible tips to not talk about pleasing them or making them like you, but to Elevate yourself in a way that allows you to show your work, show you off in a respectful way to them, but also allows you to create this, the, the mental capacity to deal with the situation because you're always going to find yourself working with difficult people. It's just, it's just the nature of life, whether it's in an official work capacity or people in your life, you're going to come across people that just, y'all don't vibe, right? And I've done episodes about this topic in the past about, you know, you just, maybe it's the coworker, maybe it's the, but like, they're people that you just don't necessarily vibe with and you have to find ways to overcome that. But when it comes to something specifically around, they maybe don't think that you ought to even have a seat at the table. That That is something that is really hard to deal with, particularly for women in male-dominated industries where you probably spend more days than you care to count having men mansplain to you. Um, if you're a person of color, a woman of color, uh, if you're, you know, black, brown, Latina woman, whatever it is, you may find yourself being the only one of a variety of different identities and it's a lot 
it's a lot. And we don't talk enough about how the shit is just too much sometimes. So the first thing I will say beyond just saying, hey, maybe those just aren't your people is like, there's nothing wrong with taking the moment to be like, this shit is just too much right now. And that's okay. But you got to be able to figure out a way to quickly go from this is too much to I have to I have to navigate this situation. And that transition in mental state is really hard because particularly as women, we find ourselves in a way of carrying on the emotional stress of everyone else. We carry the emotional tension and tax of everyone else. And so it's a lot. It's a lot to deal and navigate with the emotions surrounding this is just too much. I, I think that there are people in this world who are super cool and chill and they're like, you know what, it's, it's a lot, but like, I'm cool. Nothing is going to, to shift my energy, but let's be real. Sometimes it really is just too much and the, and the shift in energy is just something that's really hard to manage. But once you get past the point of being like, this is just too much, you have to get to this place of realizing that you need to do something about it, whether it's within your own being or you need to manage the situation, right? Because here's the thing. Anybody that's aspiring to be a leader in their organization, you're going to deal with people in you know levels above you that are difficult and levels below you that are difficult. You may even, when you get to a place when you are managing people, you may have people on your team that it's going to be hard to manage them because your styles are different and your expectations of one another are different and all of that. So difficult situ- situations of people is not a unique circumstance. None of us are exempt from having difficult things happen to us. None of us, right? But I I encourage you to think about letting, letting the pressure tests be your purpose. Letting the, the things that push you to uncomfortable places be moments of learning. Let when difficult people enter into your life, You use it as an opportunity to level up because the situations will continue to happen. You, you, the trick is you just have to get better at handling them. So when it comes to people that just don't believe in you, first step, you got to work towards getting, shifting from the, this is too much. I don't understand why this is happening to me to this moment is trying to teach me something. I said early in the beginning of this podcast that things don't happen to you, they happen for you. This is happening for you. You have to figure out why it's happening for you. And it's a really hard lesson to learn that even in the most difficult circumstances at work, something is happening for you. Now, I will put an asterisk and caveat to suggest that the most that the most obscene things and inappropriate things that happen at work, i.e. sexual harassment, that's not that's not happening for you. (laughs) That's not happening for you at all. However, but things like working and working through difficult relationships, having differences in in leadership styles, having differences in working styles, those things are teaching you something because what you'll learn is you are dynamic just like the people that you work with. And so if you can get to understand how people work, you can tap into synergy, which allows you to move forward. So, once you are able to pivot from what is going on in this situation, I don't even understand to, you know what, there's something here that I need to really tap into to grow. If you can pivot from here to there, then now opens up this opportunity for you to lean into these difficult and uncomfortable situations and think about how do you show up to them? 
So first thing is first, if someone doesn't believe in your work, the work you're doing, or doesn't necessarily appreciate or recognize the value you bring to your work, I want you to think about the one to two projects that you are working on right now that you can show up and show out. And I really mean show up and show out. If you bring a special skill set, if you bring a really interesting point of view, if you bring things to the table that no one else is seeing or understanding or can conceive and you know you bring that strength, lean into it. Rise to the occasion. It will be uncomfortable. It will be difficult. It will stretch you. But you will show up and show out. A lot of times what people struggle with in moments like this is People aren't necessarily against the work you bring. They're against you. There's something about you and you being in that room that they just don't like. It's a hard truth. It's an uncomfortable truth, but it's a real truth. If you show up through the body of work that you produce, it becomes really, really hard, really, really hard to disprove you. I'm going to just be honest. I'm just be honest. If if it's still difficult, then I think at that point, this is where allies, mentorships, people in, in the company, you got to rely on those people to understand. Understand more of the situation, build more context, and then also help advocate for you, vouch for you. I have found that in difficult situations like this, when the people around you, particularly your leadership, don't believe in you, if you can find one person in leadership who has influence over those, the people or the group of people that don't necessarily believe in you, they could be an ally. And they can help manage the difficult conversations surrounding you when you're not in the room. And that is why I truly fundamentally believe one of the reasons why mentorship is so important in the workplace and why I think it's even more important when it comes to being a woman in the workplace and handling difficult conversations. Because when it's a boys club, you need, you need people. You need people. And then third, once you've been able to shift from, you know, again, you're shifting from what is going on to I need to really understand what, what this moment is trying to teach me to showing up and showing out on your work and then building building relationships through mentorship and advocacy that you can have people in the organization that can help manage those moments with you and for you when you're not in the room. Lastly is don't forget don't forget who you are. Don't forget what's most important to you. And if you are and willing and and are capable to pivot, I highly recommend you explore that. Now I'm not in the business of telling you what to do with your career in full but I do believe that if this is a situation that you've been dealing with for extended periods of time and you are mentally in a space where it is no longer healthy for you to stick through with it and to manage it consider exiting but hopefully by doing the other things you might find this very narrow window, this very narrow opening that creates a little bit of light and gives you a little bit of hope, all while building your pride, all while building your skill set, all while giving you strength. And within that, 
you'll find the momentum and the encouragement to keep going. And when you keep going, you will realize that nine times out of ten, the people who didn't believe in you had a bias towards you. They had a preconceived notion about what you were capable of delivering to that organization and the value that you could bring without really knowing you. The hard truth about life sometimes is that people don't owe you much, if at all anything. And you, just like anyone else that walks into a room and walks into a corporate career, you have to prove yourself. Improving yourself comes with grit, it comes with intention, it comes with thought, it comes with focus, if that's what you want. So if it's something you really want, you'll figure out a way to manage the relationships and get people to see the value that you bring. Y'all don't have to be best friends. Don't confuse being liked with being valued. Because there is a fundamental difference. Don't get caught in the trap of just being liked, but not actually providing tangible value to the organization. There's always a middle ground. You don't have to be best friends with people, but people ought to respect what you do and acknowledge the value that you bring. And it's a bonus if you make some friends along the way. Now I'm going to tell you a quick story and I'm going to tell you what I did because I was super early in career when this happened to me. And it's happened multiple times since, to be honest. But when I first started as an engineer, not my direct leader, not my direct manager, but someone in that leadership chain. However the situation played out, I interpreted what was going on at the moment that my leadership didn't even think that I was an actual engineer, meaning they didn't even think I had an engineering degree. Now, we could go down a very long, windy road about why that was even a thought when in the hiring process, I clearly had to prove that I had obtained an engineering degree to get the job. I digress. But sometimes when you enter, the, enter into those situations with a person that has power, if they don't believe that you come with their credentials, it makes it, it makes an incredibly uphill battle to move forward. So I just happened to be working on one of the most important projects that that team owned. And I strategically used every single meeting that I knew that this person in my leadership chain was going to be present in to show up and show out. I always came prepared. I was always early. I always provided thought leadership. I always provided recommendations and ideas. And sometimes I was shut down and other times I wasn't. But soon enough, by me showing up and showing out more times than not, I gained respect. I don't know that I was liked very much <laughs> to be fully transparent with you, but I know I gained respect. And I gained respect because somewhere along this journey, I ended up going on a work trip to do some consumer research and I got exposure to other functions in the, in the company. And I ended up building some great rapport with another leader in kind of an adjacent function. And we returned from that trip and this particular leader went on a path to, to try to kind of steal me, to try to pull me into their organization. And, and the way the company worked, 
and probably still works today. Who knows? But I'm not there anymore to, to, to vouch for that. But at the time, the way it worked was that if, if you wanted, if someone wanted to poach you from an organization, you more or less had to get approval from your existing leadership to make that move. And for the first time, this leader who just, just, you know, six months prior, didn't think that I even had an engineering degree, was asked, hey, I want to steal Amber. I want to take Amber. I want to bring her into my organization because she's provided a tremendous amount of value in these variety of ways. Do you approve? And that leader said no. Now, that could be a whole nother conversation about why the leader said no, but the leader said no. The leader said no because for the first time, someone at a similar leadership level came to them saying, hey, I want to take this person from you because they're demonstrating great value. And that leader said, no, I hypothesized because for the first time, they, there was some exposure that maybe they had really good talent that they weren't really tapping into. And so I know I, from that moment on, I started getting pulled into more meetings, started working, working on more projects and had more visibility. First step, show up and show out. Through going on that work trip, I built an ally who could vouch for me. And soon enough, little by little, a narrow window opened up. They showed a small path of light. And I kept pushing on that opening. And I kept showing up and showing out. And it made me proud. And I earned respect. Just because people enter into a room does not give them the right to be the shining star on day one. You have to earn it. And that earning it is a daily effort. So the next time someone in your leadership chain doesn't believe in you, show up and show out. Get an ally. And put in the work. And before you know it, there'll be a little opening with a little light shining through. That'll make you proud. And that is it. So thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Chief Hustler Podcast, where we are focused on propelling change-making women to redefine their career on their own terms. I hope that with this episode, we've had another opportunity together to reframe what it means to be a successful woman at work and relentlessly strive for excellence in everything you do. As always, I want to thank you for your time as it is your most valuable possession. There are a few ways to join in on the conversation. First, by following the Chief Hustler on Instagram and commenting on a post. Second is by sharing this episode or others in a way that's authentic to you. This community is nothing without you and you sharing means the most to me. Thank you so much for tuning in. Until next time, keep hustling.